Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Calpurnia? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're off, garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Here on this Turn It Up Tuesday, we're cranking it up. Anything you want to hear at 11, or 12, excuse me, stand corrected. Send your request, pause for text line. Nolan McGraw's there waiting for you. Ravens going to Arizona this weekend, taking on the Cardinals. Ravens' big favorites in that game, coming off that uh, impressive win, to say the least, against the Lions. Cardinals, and they're kind of scuffling here. Here to talk about that and more from the USA Today. Ravens Wire, he's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Joins us every Tuesday, Kevin Allstriker. Kevin, good morning. What's happening? Good morning, guys. Yeah, it was a pretty fun Sunday for the Ravens. Uh, Literally every aspect, Baltimore dominates. They start off with a bang. They end with a bang. And and 5-2 football team now after beating the team and the Lions that have, you know, kind of taken the NFC by storm. But they had no answers on Sunday for the Ravens. And we were talking about Geno Stone here, uh, got the pick. All right, question the IQ uh, just instead of knocking it down. As opposed to getting a personal stat, it's all great. Matt BK leads the Ravens in sacks. Uh, I guess the point is, Kevin, 2020 draft, Patrick Queen, Justin Matt BK, Malik Harrison, uh, Broderick Washington, Geno Stone, all part of it. Well, the offensive picks, all right, we can uh, debate that all we want, but how strong in retrospect has this 2020 draft class been all about to get paydays? Broderick Washington already got pays, but the other guys I'm sure are going to be wanting some big old fat checks here eventually. Yeah, I think that the, uh, the perception of that draft class has kind of been flipped on its head over the course of the past really two months is, Guys like Patrick Queen and Justin Matabike, Gino Stone, who you mentioned there, people were waiting for the the big breakouts. Patrick Queen, I think, was already kind of getting there. We saw him ascend kind of second half of last season. But guys like Justin Matabike, we were kind of waiting on the big breakout. Gino Stone, was he going to have an opportunity to break out? And now with those guys, you're kind of facing dilemmas this offseason, and obviously we're very far away away from that. But – I don't know what they're going to be able to do with those guys in terms of keeping all of them or not, because the way that Patrick Queen is playing, it's lights out football. I'm sure the Ravens are uh, maybe second guessing their decision to decline that fifth year option at this point due to uh, the contract that Patrick Queen's probably going to get here. But Justin Matabike is somebody that with 
the way that defensive linemen have been getting paid, we saw multiple defensive linemen, young defensive linemen, get paid upwards of $90 million total this offseason. He, he picked a very good time to have a year that he's having right now because the way that he's winning one-on-one, getting upfield, lateral quickness, he, he's showing it all on film right now. And then Geno Stone has stepped in, and he, he even did this last year too when Marcus Williams missed – a lot of time. And we've talked about that before. Now, I think not the level he's doing it now, but this is a guy that was cut by the Ravens twice during his rookie season, comes back to the Ravens. I mean, he got signed by the Texans and he ends up finding his way back to Baltimore and is now the NFL's interception leader through seven weeks. So for me, the 2020 draft class, it was an interesting one to begin with because of the way that that draft class kind of got introduced to the league because with everything that was happening with COVID at the time and all the regulations that were going on, they didn't really have a full rookie off season to get acclimated to everything because a lot of the workouts were at home and virtual. There was, you know, preseason wasn't there for them. So now that they've had all this experience under their belt, we're now starting to see the full potential of them. And, I mean, yeah, we, we, we can say it now. Eric DaCosta, I think, hit that one out of the park, especially defensively. Hey, Kevin, I, I, I watched a film this morning, the All-22. I was really impressed with the movement that the offensive line got. I, I was shocked at, you know, because Detroit had the number one rush defense. I was just shocked at, like, the clean runs that they had. Yeah, and I know that. The, the big viral play was Ronnie Stanley on that touchdown, kind uh-huh. of taking the, the Lions defensive back all the way back to the locker room after the whistle. But the, the whole offensive line played really well. And you, you can see it on film where obviously Lamar does his thing when pressure comes and he, he escapes, he finds time and he, he buys it and he finds the receivers. But he was having ample time in the pocket to throw even before pass rushers got there. Mm -hmm. And Detroit didn't really do anything super fancy on defense. I saw like there weren't a ton of stunts or twists or anything like that. And the offensive lines just did their job. They held guys down and and did did what they needed to do. And especially on that touchdown play where Lamar had, what, nine seconds to throw the ball. Part of that was because, one, the offensive line blocked really well initially. But, two, he was able to escape and get out of there float to his right by time and, and, and deliver a dot to a wide open Nelson Aguilar. So I was really impressed, especially you mentioned it in the run game too. There were multiple plays where it felt like a guy didn't get touched until 10 yards down the field right. because of how well they were blocking. So that's the type of performance you're looking for from that line. I know there have been some questions about Stanley, some questions about John Simpson, Kevin Zeitler. We've kind of gone through rotation the entire season of, oh, is this guy playing well enough? He needs to get better. He had a bad game. But this was this was a great all-around game from the Ravens' offensive line. And the, the whole time, clean pockets, the you know no sacks given up by that Ravens line. And the run game averaged over five yards a carry. So an overall great all-around game by them. I 100% agree there. Hey, Kevin, I, I thought um, there was a lot more creativity and stuff in the game plan. I thought Todd Munkin did an awesome job, and the players did a great job executing. Yeah, and, you know, the, the one play that I was surprised didn't get a lot more attention was well the third play of the game, or maybe it was the first, I can't even remember, but the Odell play, where it was the yeah. option early, and it looks like Lamar's is going to tuck it and run, but then he kind of pulls back and throws a dart to Odell, who gets a bunch of yards. But, yeah. I think we kind of saw Todd Munkin open up, you know, that vault, I guess, as Greg Roman once said. And, and he showed us a lot. That Keaton Mitchell play is getting a lot of attention, too, mm-hmm. where, you know, it was the option kind of spin flip to him. 
we saw like a lot of Chiefs. creativity. Yeah, I, 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 that's exactly what I was thinking, actually, where it, it's definitely a, it's a trickeration aspect in football. You can sometimes be too cute with that if you're a coordinator where you try to make too much happen and, and it's just a disaster. But I think that we saw a lot in terms of moving guys out into open space in terms of blocking, getting guys there, and it helped a lot. I think that with Todd Munkin, we, we saw that early trickeration early in the season with Zay Flowers where it didn't really work a ton. But I think that getting the ball into guys like Keaton Mitchell's hands and making plays for Odell and getting them open, those are really key, especially when it throws a defense off like that. So I'm, I'm hoping to see more of that in the future. I don't think it's going to be like 10 plays that a game, but one or two or maybe even three is just enough to keep the defense on their toes and not only do that, but those plays have more of an impact when you do it and run them successfully. Yeah, and then how about the one down in the red zone where they kind of they hurried up and, you know, they put Ronnie Stanley over on the right, you know, so they had right, to tackle right. over. They had two tight ends. They had six guys basically on the right-hand side, and Detroit's like looking around like, what are we supposed to do? You know, and the Ravens walked in the end zone. I thought that was a real good play design. Yeah, that, that was that was another good one too. And I know that for this offense, what so many people were looking for, myself included, were just that that sixty minute full consistent performance where the Ravens had kind of started in a couple different ways. Well, they played a couple different ways to start the year, which was they either played really well in the first half and then things kind of fizzled out as the game went on in the second, or they started slow and they picked it up maybe later in the first half or as the second half went on. But this was domination from the jump. I mean, John Harbaugh wins the toss and takes the football and gives his offense a shot early to establish something. And the Lions just, they didn't have any answers on defense. And the game was essentially over by the mid- middle of the second quarter because the Lions had to start going for it on fourth down at midfield on fourth and eights. And Jared Goff looked panicky in the pocket, especially when the Ravens got pressure on him. I know that that's something that the Ravens defensive players talked about is, you know, get pressure on him and he gets panicky. And that, that's exactly what we saw with the, the intentional grounding call that happened later in the game and things like that. But I think that we're seeing a lot of creativity, both, you know, offensively from this game, but Mike McDonald is continuing his defensive creativity. And, and he, right now, I, I'm probably the best defensive coordinator in the league. And I, hopefully he stays in Baltimore for a long time, but I don't know. After uh, the performance he's having, he might start getting some calls in the offseason about maybe a promotion for another position, maybe head coaching-wise. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today, the Ravens wire. Last thing for you, Kevin, how do the Ravens avoid a letdown at Arizona coming off that emotional win against Detroit? I think just continuing to play to their strengths. There has been some issues with this team, particularly playing up and down to competition. So I'd probably just say, well, pro- probably I'd be shocked if we saw Kyler Murray this week. So for Josh Dobbs, just putting pressure on him, making him uncomfortable, kind of like what we saw with Jared Goff against the Lions in week seven. And then offensively, that, that Arizona defense is having some trouble for the most part. So if they can establish an early lead, I, I find it difficult to think that Josh Dobbs could lead them to a come from behind win. Maybe he can. I'm, I'm not discounting the possibility. But I think if they can establish an early 10 nothing, 14-3 lead, they'd be in pretty good shape, especially with what we saw if they can continue that momentum. But I think this week was a big win for them in terms of getting on the board with another win streak and hopefully going to Arizona and continuing that. Kevin Allstriker, always appreciate your time on Turn It Up Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday, of course. 
Absolutely, guys. Always appreciate you. Yep. Thanks so much as always. Kevin Ostreicher, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. It's the whip around. What happened in the world of sports last night? What's happening tonight? We'll give you that one. Also, got Vinny's Dirty Dozen. We're the 12 best teams in the NFL through seven weeks. A lot of big hitters. They took it on the chin this week. We'll get into that and more. Then it's a funhouse trip with Nola McGraw. We got news from the Nets coming up at noon. Hear more from John Harbaugh. Met with the media yesterday. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Ah, Game 7. Always fun, always exciting. Sometimes, oftentimes, not all that dramatic. And last night in Houston, the Texas Rangers got up early and often on the Astros. And in the end, Adolis Garcia wrapped up his ALCS MVP trophy. And the pitch swung on in a high fly ball hit to left field. This is deep. Back is Brantley at the wall. He's looking up, and that ball is history. It just barely makes it into the Crawford boxes. Rangers radio on the call. That was kind of a lofty, high-arcing shot that barely got over the wall. This guy usually hits missiles. Hit one earlier in the game to the right field side and then hit one off the scoreboard where we kind of stood there and watched it 
for a while. Eventually wound up scoring. As the Rangers blow out Houston 11-4, they win the American League Championship for the first time since 2011. Remember, they won back-to-back pennants 2010-2011, lost to the Giants and the Cardinals. But back at it, an incredible 8-0 on the road in the playoffs. Through Tampa, through Baltimore, and then through Houston. Unbelievable for a team that had a losing record on the road during the regular season. The most mind-boggling stat, and maybe I'm stressing it too much because I still can't wrap my head around it, and granted, I've burned a lot of brain cells over the years, that the Astros can't win at home. Yeah. One in five in the playoffs at home, and all four losses to Texas were at home. Remember, they were down 0-2, went 1-3 in a row at Texas, and they came back and just promptly lost two straight. So they're gone. Astros, look, they've been a seven straight lead championship series. They've been a two World Series last four years, including winning last year. But they're done. Now the Rangers advance. And the question is, as a diehard Oriole fan, I don't take any solace in Nolan. Texas getting to the World Series make you feel better about them sweeping the Orioles? No, but I was no. rooting for them because I hate the Astros. Oh. Why, the rubber made? And yeah, the uh, buzzers? Mean, well, you're just kind of <laughs> sick of seeing it. Seven straight ALCSs. Let's get some uh, yeah. some new blood in there. I guess viewer fatigue does set in. It's like with Golden State and the NBA, you got sick of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people are sick of Kansas City, especially with Taylor Swift being added to the equation. Like you like TMZ level uh, sports coverage, but yeah, I can see that. But the Rangers, congratulations to them. They're going to the World Series. Arizona tonight taking on the Phillies. Uh, fought Brendan fought, who's been outstanding in the playoffs against Ranger Suarez. This is an all hands on. Like last night, yeah. Scherzer got rocked. Jordan Montgomery, see ya. He's in their third inning. And he got the win, which means their rotation starting on Friday will be Evaldi and Montgomery ready to go back-to-back games. And they've both been great during the playoffs. But you always ask about that vibe in Philly. Yeah. Let's not forget, and with all due respect, their fans are a-holes, by the way. Oh, no doubt. And most Baltimore people hate Philadelphia. They do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not like Hartford County, Baltimore people hate. Philadelphia. We don't care about the Phillies. We don't care about the Eagles. We don't care about the Flyer. We don't care. Just like they don't care about us. We don't care about them. The irony of it is they're kind of Baltimore North. Very similar cities in regards to the blue-collar work ethic. But we don't care about their sports teams. So the vibe in Philadelphia last night was quiet. Mm-hmm. Now, will it be loud and crazy early? Of course it will be. And then again, I don't want to be player hating on the Diamondbacks. I don't want an 84-win team in the World Series. Well, I guarantee you TV doesn't want Arizona and Texas. I don't know, man. I don't know where. I'm torn. Because Philly and Texas would be a better matchup in a World Series. But then again, you got the little scrappy team that wouldn't go away. And after they fell behind 0-2 to to the uh, Phillies, we figured they'd get housed. But here they are. They're nine innings away from going to the World Series for, what, the third time or second time, right? Third or second, Nolan. I think it's the second time in their history. The Phillies? No, the Diamondbacks. 0-1, they beat the Yankees. Right. That was the Shilling Johnson team. Great World Series, by the way. 
I think just second. I think it's the second time they've made the World Series. Philadelphia trying to get in for the second straight year. It's video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. It is the whip around here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. NBA starts tonight. Lakers are at Denver taking on the Nuggets. 7.30 tip-off. Defending champions taking on L.A. And, you know, and LeBron and Anthony Davis talking on this big game. I'll think Malone and the Joker are worried about their trying to get redemption nonsense. Phoenix is at Golden State, 10 o'clock. The new-look Suns, Bradley Beal. Yeah. Part of the equation there against the Warriors. The fun thing about tonight is it's the return of Inside the NBA. Oh, yeah, with Ernie, yeah. Charles, Kenny, and uh, Shaq, Shaq Attack. Wizards start their season tomorrow at Indiana, taking on the Pacers. NHL tonight, the Caps host the Toronto Maple Leafs, Washington right now. Scuffling out of the gate, Toronto. I mean, they're scoring like they always do, 3-2 and two early in the year. And that's that's the Cavs' problem is they can't score, you know. Um, and it's a 6 o'clock game because it's on ESPN tonight. So, I, mean, I think it'll be tough for the Caps to get this. Well, let's see here. Through the first couple weeks of the NHL, three undefeated teams. Boston, Colorado, 5-0. and Gold Knights are 6-0. and yeah, Vegas is, and they won it last year. I mean, Vegas is on fire, and Vegas hosts, yeah, hosts Philly tonight. This day in sports history, November the twenty fourth, nineteen seventy six. Q, if you're listening, Shea Stadium, Burt Jones two touchdown passes to Roger Carr, forty one yarder and a seventy nine yard laser beam. Sack pack got to Joe Namath four times, Richard Todd twice, two Alabama quarterbacks. By yeah. the way. Six sacks, Tony Linhart, two field goals, Colts 20 to zip. Six and one on the year were they. And Nolan, listen to this. On this day in 2010, MT Bank Stadium, Ravens beat the Bills 37 34 in overtime. Joe Flacco, three touchdown passes, two to Todd Heat, one to Anquan Bolden. Willis McGahee scored on a two yard rush. Billy Cundiff kicked three field goals. Including the game winner in overtime, Lee Evans, then of the Bills, caught three touchdown passes. Whoa. So how about that? From Pat, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, by the way. So Lee Evans had three TDs. Billy Cundiff kicked the game-winning field goal. And a little more than a year later, they would become two infamous figures in Ravens history. Hmm. Ravens won that day. Yes, that's <laughs> why. Ravens won that day. It proved a 5-2 and two in the year, by the way. Vinny at 80, 105, 7, the fan. When we come back, Vinny's dirty dozen. Who are the 12 best teams in the NFL? Vinny's going to let you know because there was some turnover this weekend in the National Football League. Funhouse, Nolan McGraw. News from the Nets coming up top of the hour. Let's count that Tuesday money at 12.15 by yourself. And then Ryan Ripkin. We'll talk about the baseball playoffs. Texas Rangers are champions of the American League. And we had his thoughts on that and the upcoming World Series. Who who would give them a tougher go of it, right? Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Vinny and Haney's Dirty Dozen. The 12 best NFL teams according to our GM, Vinny Serrato. You're damn right I'm serious. Look, they might not be pretty, but any one of mine is worth 10 of yours. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Cranking it up to 12. You want to allow a play for you. Send your request. Pause for text line. 410-583-1057. Seven weeks are done. Last night it was Minnesota over San Francisco 22-17. 49ers have now dropped two in a row. How does this impact the Dirty Dozen? Let's find out, Vinny Serrato. All right, last last week, one was Miami, two Detroit, three San Fran, four Kansas City, five Philly, six Jacksonville, seven Baltimore, eight Dallas, nine Buffalo, ten Cleveland, eleven Seattle, and twelve Cincinnati. All right, coming in at number 12, three and three Cincinnati. They were on by. They're at San Fran. Now, uh, they are first. Uh, the Bengals lead the AFC with only one fumble lost all season. Oh, wow. Yeah. Coming in at number 11, 4 and 2, Seattle. Beat Arizona 20 to 10. They host Cleveland. Seattle has the best special team coverage unit in the NFL. First in punt coverage, fifth in kickoff coverage. Coming in at 10. I don't know how they are. 4-2 Pittsburgh. <laughs> they won at the Rams 24-17. They're hosting Jacksonville. Steelers are a plus-six turnover margin tied for the lead. That's probably the biggest reason. And they're home dogs, too. Two and a half points. Is that right? Jacksonville, yep. Coming in at nine. 4-2 Cleveland. They won at Indy 39-38. They're at Seattle. The Browns were allowing 205 yards on defense, just allowed 456 to the Colts. They couldn't tackle. Yeah, if it wasn't for Miles Garrett, they lose the game. Yeah. So, Bob, so far, that's four teams. Three of the four, guess where? The North. Coming in at number eight, five and two, San Fran. They lost last night, 22 17, versus, and they're hosting Cincy. In their last two games, both losses, Brock Purdy's quarterback rating, 69.1. Has he been exposed? Are we too early into this? No, I, I mean, everybody hits rough patches. Yeah, you know, I I don't think so. I I, I was kind of, I I was shocked, Bob, at how fast he was. 
Oh, yeah, a couple of get out of yeah. there and move the chains moments there for sure. Coming in at number seven, four and two Dallas. They were on by. They host the Rams. In the last three games, Micah Parsons, eight tackles, one sack. Oh, all that uh, Lawrence Taylor stuff, piping down on that <laughs> yeah. a little bit, aren't we? Coming in at number six, five and two Detroit. They lost at Baltimore 38 6. They host the Raiders on Monday night. Lions allowed 75 yards per game rushing. The Ravens had over 100 yard rushing at halftime. Coming in at five, five and two Jacksonville. They won at New Orleans 31 24. They're at Pitt. Travis Etienne is the only running back in the league to force over 30 missed tackles this season. I mean, he's having an awesome year. Yeah, they're on a nice little heater there. Are they the won three in a row? Yeah, they're three and zero on the road too. By the way, so is Detroit. Yeah, I know. So that means nothing. <laughs> Coming in at number four, five and two, Miami. They lost at Philly, thirty-one seventeen. They host the Patriots. Tyreek Hill has nine hundred two receiving yards. The Jets have thrown for nine fifty-seven. Coming in at number three, Baltimore Ravens, five and two, beat Detroit thirty-eight-six. They're at Arizona. Lamar is 16-1 versus the NFC in his career. Coming in at number two, 6-1 Philly. Beat Miami 31-17. They're at Washington. Eagles just traded for Kevin Bird. Since 2020, his pro football focus coverage grade is 92.3. Tops among all DBs in the league. Are we assuming the Titans are in sell mode here? Yeah. And, and Bob, he, he was... Beard was making like 13 mil a year. He was making big bucks. Yeah, because they were talking yesterday on the radio, is Hopkins next? Yeah, and look, hey, Atlanta's at, we'll get to the schedule later, but Atlanta's at Tennessee. The Falcons are favored on the road. Wow. And then coming in at number one, six and one Kansas City, beat the Chargers 31 17. They're at Denver. KC's defense has allowed points on 15 of 61 drives this season, 24%. So, in summary, one Kansas City, two Philly, three Baltimore, four Miami, five Jacksonville, six Detroit, seven Dallas, eight San Fran, nine Cleveland, ten Pittsburgh, 11 is Seattle, and 12 is Cincinnati. That's your Dirty Dozen through seven weeks. We'll have the Feeble Five coming up later in the show, as usual. Plenty of candidates for that one. Let's get out to the phones, however. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. News from the Nest coming up top of the hour. <laughs> Buy or sell, 1215. Ryan Ripken, talk baseball playoffs with him. But let's go to Baltimore. It's Rashawn. Rashawn, what's up? Hey, good morning, Vinny and Rob. How y'all doing, man? It's Bob. I'm sad. <laughs> Vinny and Bob, what's, what's going up? on? Um, what do you have the Cowboys ranked again? The Cowboys, I had seventh. Seventh, and what was the 49ers? Eighth. Okay. All right. I didn't expect that. Okay, but, yeah, 49ers lost two games they should have won, you know, to the lesser opponents, as they mm-hmm. say. But, you know, I'm starting to think the 49ers. How about your boy Micah though. Parsons with only eight tackles and one sack in his last three games? Yeah, man, I think he's going to ramp it up, though, man. You know, he, he ain't turned it on yet. He's going to get it together, though. But, um. Called about the Ravens, man. You know, that was a big blowout. Anybody expect that? I know I didn't. And um, all this talk about um golf, don't don't take hits and all that other stuff, man. I'm glad they got to him in this game, man. They reverted back to the lines, the old lines, you know, they all we thought they were. 
you know, we haven't lost to the Lions at home ever in Ravens history. You know, the one loss was on the road, I guess, back in 2005. So um, I still think they're a decent team, though. They'd be all right. But um, I know last week I called about the schedule, too. I was a little nervous. Like, you know, we finally win, like, three more games, get us to nine wins. But, you know, my whole mind state changed now after this big statement victory we had. You know, uh, especially, look, my mom, I was talking about them three games in December against the Dolphins, Jaguars, and 49ers. Mm-hmm. Like, now, that 49ers game is not looking, you know, like a definite loss now out there, even though it was on the road. You it's know, still early. No more. Still early. Yeah, and they, still and they early. didn't have their left tackle or their best receiver. Yeah, but, uh, I mean... Uh, I got us, you know, coming come doing a role like we did a couple of years ago, that Monday night game against the Rams. You know, we, we had them blown out by, like, the second quarter, second quarter and everything, man. But uh, I think we'll be all right, though. We probably win 11 to 12 games. And, um, has Q called in this week yet? Since the Ravens no, win? have not no, heard from him. He hasn't. Him. <laughs> he has nothing to say, huh? Not <laughs> like, yet. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I just crapped on the Jets. I haven't heard from him yet, though. Yeah, he should be calling in. But uh, that's all I got for y'all, man. Y'all take it easy. All righty, uh-huh. Sean. Yep, there we go. And we were just talking about it off the air, too, where we get to the break, bringing Nolan for the funhouse. The next five, Arizona win. So there's your Better six be. win. Yeah. yeah. Then you got Seattle, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Take two out of three there. I mean, they get four and one through the next five, and I'm make, not making any predictions right now. But I could see heading into the bye. Nine and three, right? Yeah. Beating the Chargers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they'll, Ravens could play like crap, and the Chargers will probably find a way to lose that game. Nine and three, eight and four post bye, right? Yeah. With 9-3, and three, I think, being a reality. But again, we're not making predictions yet. We'll do it throughout the course of the week. And into the coming weeks, for sure, when we come back to Funhouse Trip, Nolan McGraw, we got news from the Nest coming up top of the hour. Buy or sell, 12-15. And then Ryan Ripken will talk about the champions of the American League. It's the Texas Rangers. And who does he like tonight? And how attractive would the World Series be if it's Philly, Philadelphia Market, and Dallas, essentially, there with the Rangers? Yeah. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Talked during the whip about the NBA starting tonight. Phoenix at Golden State. No Bradley Beal. Crazy. Got a bad back. And Devin Booker is a game time decision because he's got a toe issue going on there. So what's all the hubbub? Bub. Lakers against Denver. And we were watching off the air on, a, what is it, first take now. Hey, since the season started, what's the narrative? Who's better, Jordan or LeBron? I don't think I care anymore. I don't either. I, I really don't care. Nolan, do you care? I think asking that question has almost become a meme in and of itself. Holy macaroni. I'm more like, what's, uh, what do I like more, Advil or uh, <laughs> Tylenol to kill pain when I get out of bed in the morning? Oh, it's always Tylenol. Uh, oh, it is? What are you, crazy? Uh, I stand correct. I'm, I'm more, of an, rings I'm more of an anti-inflammatory right. guy. Yeah, me too. I'm more of a swollen dude, not like trying to get rid of a migraine. But anyway, some basketball starting tonight. 
There you go. Uh, Wizards tomorrow, seven and a half point dogs at Indiana. Quick draw. How you feeling there? Aside from your Tylenol, obviously you got you feeling pretty good right now. Feeling good. How could you not be? It's one of those uh, one of those good weeks after a blowout Ravens win. I know we had some calls about oh, Geno Stone should have batted down the interception. Mm-hmm. Just just enjoy the thirty point game. Didn't even cross my radar watching the game or in hindsight. That sort of play didn't even cross my mind of, oh, he maybe he should have batted it down. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I didn't even think twice about that mm-hmm. because right. of the score and time. Yeah, it was 35 nothing. But I, if it was a tie game and he did it, you're like, what the hell are you doing yeah. there? Because when I saw it, I said, eh, uh, what are you doing catching it? Uh, I kind of get it. I, it all depends. I mean, if there was a world where he catches that, it's a close game, and the Ravens go on to lose – do you still feel comfortable like placing blame on a guy for that? It, it wouldn't have been his fault that they lost the game in that case. Well, it's just he a made dumb a play. decision. Sure, but he made a play. I mean, he's he's going after the ball. Hmm. But no down and distance. Uh, you know, I mean, as a player, you know, and as a coach, you know, you want your players to know down and distance. Right. You know, they know it's fourth down. I get the point. It makes sense. I just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable placing blame on a guy for, for well, making a play. Well, if they would have blown a 35 nothing lead, there would have been a lot of blame oh, to go yeah. around. Oh, yeah. And that might have been one of the instances that started the turnaround. And then we could have got to fumbles and everything. But they win 38-6 to over a team that had come in first place. Still are, by the way, the Lions. First place in the NFC North. We're going to hear from John Harbaugh coming up top of the hour news from the Nest. But let's go to the funhouse with a guy that's having a good day, Nolan McGraw. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First texter here with a question. Thoughts on a possible tag and trade with Justin Matabike this offseason? I uh, don't want to see him go, but uh, do we really think it's possible for them to afford him at this point? Could you get something better than a third-round comp pick if you trade him? Um, if you trade him, can you get better than a third-round comp pick? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Well, what you'd probably rather do is um, trade them for a player. or See, because the thing that you got to look at is, all right, Matabike is going to get how much? You know, say he's getting um, 15 a year. All right. If what can we get player-wise, how many players can we get that would equal that. You know, if we can get three for one, then is it worth for you to go get three players than just paying Matabike? A little bit of risk with the tag as well. Might get kind of locked in, but it is just one year. But still, cap-wise, that would be almost uh, impossible for the Ravens. You know what the problem is? Then you're so top-heavy. You know, that's the problem, isn't it? And then all your backups you know, are rookies or undrafted free agents. And you already paid Broderick Washington not producing 
like Matt BK, but he right. got paid as well a little bit. Right. That was a value signing. Though. Yes, sure, that no was doubt. a player-friendly deal. Yep. Uh, how about this one here? Texter says, love Lamar as a football player. This isn't a complaint, but... Man, it wouldn't be a Lamar game without at least one fumble at Here this point, mm-hmm. even when he plays spectacular. And it was going to be a touchdown, too, if he would have carried it. Um, yeah, I mean, you want to eliminate all the mistakes. He had one. They had one mistake the whole day. I mean, can you? are you happy about it? No, it was 28 nothing at the time. But, I mean, because you kind of like – Oh, crap. Here we go. You know, because if they take it down and score, now it's 28-7, you know, and then they're going to get the ball, and then it's 28-14, you know. But when they didn't score, it was just, yeah, it was it was one of those plays that, you know, you were like, because I had just texted Bob. I said, Bob, they're playing a perfect game. And then they fumbled. Did they give Lamar the fumble, the official stat sheet? That's a good question. I don't know. Because if they lost it, that would have been, if it's his, that's his fifth loss fumble. And for Justice Hill, that's what? He's got Multiple fumbles, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see this one here. And we are Te- nitpicking on right. Well, you got to do something. <laughs> I mean, it can't be all positive. Uh, take this texter, for example, who says, Lamar had one great game this year, several not-so-good games, uh, combined with a lot of turnovers, as we just said. Uh, let's wait to judge him or put him in a full MVP conversation until the season is almost through. Well, that's what people do. You know, um, the thing about it is I think he's played pretty good the last three games. You know, I mean, just think, if if he gets – if he might even had a better game if all those passes were complete against Pittsburgh. You know, he'd have thrown for three touchdowns over 300 yards. He'd have, what, two of his last three games have been over 300 yards with – like six touchdown passes. And they would have been thumping the Steelers to the point where he wouldn't even have thrown that pick mm-hmm. at the no, end of that game. Wouldn't be in that no. situation. Right. Yeah, he'd been on a bench. Yeah. ESPN's uh, box score has Lamar with the fumble. Okay. So that's five lost fumbles then on the year for number eight. Uh, he might. Well, you got to look. What did he have in 2018 where he was just coughing it up right. every week? Then tighten it up the next year and. Sometimes you play, but that was more of a mesh point kind of yeah, thing. That there. was no doubt a mesh point. Well, you're starting to see it. You just saw a mesh point issue Sunday. That was the no, fun. That's what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just don't understand how you're in year six and that can be an issue like that. Oh, we're, we're taking it deep now. Yeah. Now that we're at it, what the hell Gino Stone catch? <laughs> Dvidian 80, 105. Everybody, we're cleaning house. <laughs> when we come back, it's news from the NASCAR. to hear from John Harbaugh. Speaking of him, by herself, 12-15. Let's count that Turn It Up Tuesday money. And then we got Ryan Ripken joining us at 12-30. Talk about the baseball playoffs. Texas Rangers, your American League champs of 2023 NFL lunch. Coming up at 12-45, Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com. Talk college football with him. Haven't heard from him in a while. Maryland, big game at Northwestern. Terps trying to get bowl eligible, but is that good enough? And he's the one that brought it up a couple years ago. Maryland's trying to level up. If they lose the Northwestern, they're, they're status quo at least.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.